You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. It's a great weekend because we get to once again talk about Arkansas winning another SEC baseball series, this time against Georgia. It wasn't easy by any stretch of the imagination. Arkansas needed to go to the rubber match in game three. They were down three nothing in that game, but found a way to win five to three, and they are continuing on their trek of great play in SEC play. And it was great to kind of check it out and to see the game in person. I got to go up to Fayetteville this past weekend and see it and see the ballpark. And I love how Bomb Stadium, it seems like they have opened it up just a little bit more. Uh, you know, it seemed like there was more than, uh, what was it, 6,200 is what they said. Nah, there's more than 6,200 there, but we won't dive into that. That doesn't matter. What matters is that Arkansas continues to win and continues to impress. That's the biggest thing. And it was great because as far as timing goes, Dave Van Horn was able to come on out of bounds today and had a lot of interesting things to say and gave great insight on exactly what was going on with his baseball program, how they feel about the future and all that fun stuff. And we have a great interview that we'd like to play back for you here on this podcast. Without further ado, let's go ahead and go to the phone lines and welcome in Dave Van Horn, the head skipper of the Razorback baseball team. Dave, appreciate you joining us this afternoon. How you doing? I'm doing great. Appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely. And coach, uh, obviously coming off of that Georgia series victory from yesterday, it's amazing that your team, of course, is finding ways to win these series, but in, in the different ways that they win it, they get down, they lose a game, they come storming back. I mean, you, you can't help but be impressed with the way that your guys always continue to battle back, even when they get down in some of these series and in some of these games. Yeah, we've been behind a lot this year. Um, sometimes we've just started slow and we've, uh, you know, we've learned how to win. Uh, we've learned how to come back. And I feel like that our team feels like that, you know, unless we're down seven or eight runs really late, we're probably never out of the game. And the beginning's coming if we can just put a little bit together. And, and we've done that a lot. Well, Coach, with this team being number one all season and being really consistent, where would you like to see some improvement if there is any area to improve? Always room to improve. So where would you like to see that? Well, I can. How long do you have? <laughs> well, we got plenty of time, Coach. We can yeah, talk to so you all day. Uh, obviously, we've got to we've got to find us a you know hopefully a third starter. Um, we've got to get a few more innings out of uh, you know a couple of our starters. You know, for the most part, our Friday guys, Rick Lander's given us quality innings and given us a chance to get into the game and see what's going on. But uh, we've got to get really number two and who's ever going to be number three out there to give us more innings, to give our bullpen a break and, uh, you know, just to get us through some weekends. Uh, you know, obviously you'd like to play a little better defense, but we've done a pretty good job this year. We're, you know, statistically we're one of the top, if not the top defensive team in the league, but we can always improve there. And I don't know, you know, there's on the offensive end, you know, you'd like to cut down on swings and misses, but, if you look across the league, it's like everybody's swinging and missing because the pitching's so good, honestly. Um, everybody has a couple of guys that are, you know, uh, that are definitely SEC weekend-type pitchers that are going to pitch in the big leagues one day. And uh, it's, it's, it's tough to make contact, but, 
mean, other than that, I mean, we've, we've been fairly good at most everything else. Well, you mentioned the bullpen. Uh, when it comes to that bullpen, do you have a specific rotation, or is that more based on matchups? Well, the, the bullpen, we just go on what we're seeing. You know, do we need to bring a right-hander or a left-hander to get us to this pitcher or that pitcher? Um, obviously, we've had a formula, and it's starter to maybe a bridge guy to, to Kevin Copps if we can get it to that. And, if uh, you know, sometimes it's worked. Most of the time it's worked when Kevin gets in there. But, uh, you know, we need a few guys in the middle more to step it up to get us to the back end of the game. Well, Coach, before I ask you about Kevin Copps, uh, I know that you keep talking about needing that third-day starter. You went with Caleb Bolden yesterday. Uh, what did you make of his performance, and, and do you feel like you're getting closer to finding that guy, or is it still completely up in the air? Yeah, it's still up in the air a little bit. You know, Caleb, I thought he did a pretty good job, actually. You know, that's a good lineup Georgia has. Powerful. They've got a good mix of right and left-handed hitters, and, uh, you know, the wind's blowing out about 15 to 18 miles an hour yesterday the first two days it blew in and you know we were concerned and as i'm sure georgia was concerned that there were going to be a lot of home runs and uh you know caleb had a little bit of a sinker going that's what he does and he got us like two and a third two and two thirds i think and uh you know did a good job there uh he might have given a little more than that because this time of year the games all start to run together to me a little bit but he gave us some innings we just wanted to get off to a good start and for the most part, we did. You know, you know, Monk came in and gave up a first pitch. He throws, you know, a right hand hitter gets a base hit, scores two runs, and then he gets us in the dugout. And I think a lot of people thought, oh, we're in trouble uh, because they had their number one pitcher uh, in the game, and uh, they saved him for Sunday, and it almost worked. But uh, obviously, we battled back. We'll continue our discussion with Dave Van Horn here in just a second. But first, I got to tell you about BetOnline.ag and how it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all the action online at BetOnline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website and use your mobile device today and sign up for your free for 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code locked on. That's right, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code locked on at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, Coach, you mentioned Kevin Copps, and just everyone it feels so confident when he's out there in the field, and I know you and your team does as well. Uh, what has it been about him that has made him so dominant? Because obviously whatever he's going out there and the confidence that he has is working. I mean, is it simply the beet juice like he keeps talking about? I mean, what is making him so good? Well, what makes him good is you just watch him. The ball's moving all over the place, and there's videos out there all over. Uh, you know, he throws a slider, he throws a cutter, he throws a curveball. Yesterday, he touched 94 with his fastball, and he throws that less than all of them. And now they're starting to sit on the off-speed stuff, so he's starting to throw his fastball more. And uh, But what makes him special is he bounces back quick. Um, obviously, we've got him built up to throw about 100 pitches on the weekend. It just depends on how it goes for him. Is it easy, some easy outings, or does he have to fight? Uh, but we've been getting two, two outings a weekend with him. We could actually start him if we wanted to, and it may come to that one day. It just depends on 
Uh, you know, having him available for game one, game two possibly. If we don't have to use him, we can start him in game three, and he could probably give us seven innings. Coach, you're at the point in the season with uh, not playing many midweek games. It's been a couple of weeks. So how different is that going to be for the team getting into a midweek game tomorrow? Yeah, we need midweek games. It, it, you know, we've gone, like you said, almost three weeks without playing midweek games. And it, it almost feels like you're starting over in baseball if you don't play, uh, you know, during the week for a couple weeks. You know, and, and what's gone on with those two midweek games, we lost one to weather. And I wonder that to COVID with Missouri State, um, the weekends before those, you know, we finished those series up early. We played, you know, one series was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We were done Saturday night, or excuse me, Friday night. And we were back home on, on you know, 2 in the morning on Saturday morning and didn't play all week. So it gave us a really long week. The next week we were done on Saturday night down in LSU. So we had Sunday off, didn't play all week. And it just, it just, it's almost like it took us a few innings of game one each weekend to almost start to feel a little bit normal. Well, Coach, I know that is a midweek series game, but it seems like this one's a little extra special because it is Arkansas State. And to my knowledge, Arkansas and Arkansas State have never played each other, especially there at Baumwalker Stadium. Obviously, you want you guys to go out and compete well, but uh, is there a little extra special motivation or coming into this game and the fact that it is an in-state opponent in Arkansas State? Well, I, I wouldn't say for me personally, because to me they're all important. Um, you know, maybe some of the players feel that way. Uh, it, it's hard to get too up or, for, for midweek games as far as mentally because you just have to stay even keel. That's what we tell our guys. And, and go play and go play well. If you do that, you'll have a chance to win. Um, it is special that we're playing Arkansas State for the first time. And first time I've ever played it since I've coached at Arkansas. I do not think that. We've ever played them before in baseball. I may be wrong there. Uh, but, you know, you're coming off an emotional series with Georgia, going to Tennessee on Thursday morning, and uh, they're the number uh, one team in, in the Eastern Division right now. We have the exact same record. They've already sold out the stadium. Uh, we know we got to finish with Florida, you know, a few days later. So I just want our guys to go out there, pregame like normal, just get ready to play baseball, and hopefully we play well. And if we do, we got a really good chance to win. That's what I tell them. I don't try to pump up any series more than any any other or any game midweek, but I think for the fans it's probably special. How different has it been for the fans this season and, um, you know, not necessarily having that packed house that you're used to, used to having that packed stadium full, and now you can't necessarily have it full, but the fans really get into that experience because this team is so good and they really get behind it. Yeah, I think that, uh, first off, the, the players really appreciate it when it's full. I think the fans um, are coming out. You know, I don't know what the number is they put on us. I kind of do, but uh, I would say that there were a lot more people than that in there this past weekend. So we'll just leave it there. But <laughs> it just seems like uh, maybe it's just because we haven't played in front of that many people at home. You know, we played in front of 13,000 on the road a few times, 17,000 to open the season in Arlington. Uh, but the two Mississippi schools, they both had open, you know, attendance. They could have as many as they could get in there, and they were packed. And I think they both – I know at Ole Miss we set records that weekend. And then uh, with the week we go to LSU, they have a full house. They just opened it up two days before we got there. And it was great. I think our players love playing in front of that many fans. And uh, I think the fans are, are just glad to be outside and not having to – 
worry about things for a few hours, and it's it's been fun having him there. We'll continue our discussion with Dave Van Horn here in just a second, but first I got to tell you about Built Bar. You've heard me tell you a lot about it over the past really pretty much since I started this podcast. They've been great sponsors here on this podcast, and I don't say that just because they are sponsors. I say that because I actually believe it. With the amazing different flavors that they have, nine different ones, plus they have the occasional limited-time flavor, and there are so many to choose from. And the best thing about it is that it's healthy for all you trying to get to your beach body, but you don't have time to cook all this healthy food, that's okay, that's fine, because Built Bar can help you out. They're low-calorie, and low sugar, but high in protein, high in fiber, and they're great for all different diets. And if you go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your next order. That's right, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Take advantage, folks. BuiltBar.com, LOCK15 for 15% off. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Yeah, Coach, I've kind of made the joke is when it got announced that Tennessee's opening up to 100% capacity. I just feel like it's the tradition like no other. Arkansas plays a team on the road. The opposing team opens up to 100% capacity. Maybe that's how Arkansas can get it. You guys just need to play yourselves at Baumwalker Stadium. You'll get 100% capacity. Yeah, it's uh, it's been fun. And I, I think our players, I think they kind of get a kick out of it when they hear two days before we're going somewhere that now this, you know, this, this state has opened it up. And, uh but it's been good, and we've responded well, and I don't think the crowd has intimidated us. And, yeah, they can bother you a little bit, but you can also quiet them down if you get the lead and you play good baseball. Coach, it's been a great season altogether, and many teams expect to have success at home. You guys have had success at home and on the road. What's been the key to success on the road? I think we just haven't made very many mistakes. You know, we're feeling about 980 as a team. I think we have less errors than anybody in the SEC, and, we haven't given teams a lot of extra bats. We've thrown a lot of strikes. Um, and when you do that, you're going to give yourselves to win no matter where you're playing. Uh, we've had some really good days at the plate. Some days we don't. But uh, it seems like on those days that we pitch and play defense and find a way to get a big hit. And uh, I don't know. You know, I think it's a little bit of uh, mentality. And, you know, just when you have a solid team, good things happen. Well, Coach, obviously you're playing Tennessee this weekend, a top-five team, and a coach that you're very familiar with, Tony Vitello, one of your old assistant coaches at Arkansas. Uh, what is? I know you've obviously been focused on your team a lot, but how much have you watched of them? What has made them so successful this year? And also, how much credit do you take for their success? Because if it was me, I'd be taking all the credit because, hey, you molded this guy into the great coach that he is. Well, I'm not going to take any credit for, <laughs> for the success they're having now, but also, uh, one of his assistants is Josh Elander, and he worked for us for a year over here. And Josh is a tremendous coach and young coach. Um, they, I just think that they've gone in there and, and done a, a good job of, uh, you know, elevating the talent level, keeping the good players that were already in the program, bringing in new players, uh, you know, evaluating and and then and then coaching them up. Uh, you have to do that a little bit, but you have to change you know, the locker room and, and the mentality in that locker room. And it's got to be uh, – it starts at the top. And Tony's done a tremendous job, and he was a great coach for us, great recruiter for us. And, you know, I'm happy for him. And, I, honestly, I'm proud of him. And, uh, you know, anybody that, that coaches under me, uh, I don't expect them to act like me or coach like me. Uh, but any time that uh, they go out and have success, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you feel like a proud papa a little bit, honestly. And now – now we get to face them, and uh, kind of a hornet's nest over there 
Uh, there's been a frenzy this year. Baseball's good, and you know maybe things haven't been great over there through the maybe some of the other sports. So they the fans are com- you know they're coming out. So it'll be a great series. It'll be fun. Uh, hopefully we can win the series. Well, Coach, uh, last one before we let you get out of here. I, I've just been fascinated because you've been in this league and coaching in this league for a long time in the SEC, and you guys have won every series in SEC play this year. But yet you're still you're you're tied with Tennessee for a conference record. You got Mississippi State and Vanderbilt right behind you. When you've seen these teams and seen everybody play this year in this league, to me, is this the toughest this league has ever been? I mean, is this right where? Uh, they are at, at the peak status right now, or has it just always been this way and this is just another year in the SEC? No, this is a little bit of a different year. I think what you're seeing is just a lot of experience, uh, big rosters. Uh, you know, with the draft only being five rounds last year, then they, you know, the pros took some uh, free agents, but they couldn't pay them more than $20,000 as far as a signing bonus, and some of the kids took it. Uh, you just see under some really really good talented teams and you know i feel feel very fortunate to be 17 and 7 in league play honestly because it can flip real quick we've had so many close games and we just keep finding ways to win and i've been on the other end of it when it hasn't gone good and sometimes when it doesn't go good it's hard to get out of it in a 30 game schedule it can snowball on you or if you have an injury or two so uh, but to answer your question, I think the league's as good as it's ever been. The pitching on the weekends is amazing. The velocity we're seeing, the stuff we're seeing, it's like, you know, the, the lefty we faced yesterday, I mean, he should be in professional baseball right now. He should have been drafted last year, and he would have been. He probably would have been a sixth, seventh-round pick. Instead, he's back, and he's their number one pitcher. And you run into that every weekend. And, you know, then you got the young guys that didn't sign because there were only five rounds. we got some guys in college right now that, normally would be uh, maybe in their second year of pro ball last summer and then now, and they're in college. And it's, it's made, made the competition unbelievably, unbelievable, honestly. Well, Coach, we really appreciate you joining us. We know you're a busy man, but it feels good, I'm sure, for you guys to be the number one team in the country. Lots of work left to do. Good luck this rest of this week and also the rest of the season. I'm sure we'll be catching up with you later down the road. All right, then. Thanks, guys. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNabors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 